Taking the pulse of the city. The Capital Letter on Newstalk ZB. It's time for the Capital Letter with our Wellington Issues reporter, Georgina Campbell. Good morning, Georgina. Good morning, Nick. Let's start with earthquake-prone buildings. The council's in the dark over them. Despite the expectation, there will be a significant earthquake in our lifetimes. And I was talking this morning when I read this article, is that we, me and you, and everyone else in our building, probably goes out every Friday and Saturday night or whenever they go out, uh, we'll go in and have dinner in a, a restaurant that's got a yellow sticker on it, go into a bar that's got a yellow sticker on it. Uh, it's just the norm in our city, and we don't even think about what could happen. You're so right, Nick. Um, a lot of people don't even realise how many times they enter earthquake-prone buildings every day in doing the exact same things that you just described. I mean, Cuba Street is full of them. Um, and the interesting new development in this, you know, we know that Wellington has lots of earthquake-prone buildings, but the council has basically sought to contact all the owners of these buildings in Wellington, there's about 590 of them, um, to do a survey to ask them what, what their plan is to get these buildings sorted out. Now, the alarming thing, I suppose, is that only 40% of owners actually responded to the council. So this is the blind spot that we're talking about hundreds of earthquake-prone buildings. We just don't know what, what the plan is for them. And the owners have no obligation to tell the council what the plan is. Um, it's only sort of when those deadlines expire that the council then steps in. But I think it is concerning because the council is worried about sorting out all of these buildings. You know, we're especially in the construction market that we're in at the moment, like there's a real squeeze on materials, supply chains, engineers, that sort of thing. And of course the cost, like it's hideously expensive. And the people I think who really lose out in this are apartment owners. You know, they're going bankrupt over hundreds of thousands of dollars um, to fix up these buildings. I mean, I've got a son with one of those apartments and he's been trying to sell it for two and a half years Mm. and he basically bought it for 250, probably would sell it for 80. You know, because he knows there's a $400,000 bill coming up. It's ridiculous. Um, you believe, I think you do anyway, that councils deserve, councillors deserve a pay rise. Yes. So this is my capital letter column today. I wanted to make the case um, for pay rises for councillors because obviously we've been talking about this recently in the news um, with the unwanted pay rise that councillors have received due to Malcolm Sparrow um, stepping out early. And there's just such an allergic reaction to councillors getting paid more. You know, it always hits the headlines. People kind of like love to hate it. But I think they actually deserve it. And the fight for better pay for local body politicians um, has meant that being a councillor is actually a viable option for people from all different walks of life. And I really think it's wrong for councillor positions to be reserved for the rich. Um, And most of the time, unfortunately, for the councillors, we sort of see snippets of them squabbling around the council table, right? But don't you think 111,000 is okay? Yeah, I do. But that's what they get now. That's what they get get now. The increase is going to be 119,000. Okay. I don't think either of those is that offensive. No, no. Okay. That's cool. That's good. And, and I, you know, I... I always listen to you, Georgina, because you're my yes person. You're the person that told me off for, for being that no person. So if you think they deserve a pay rise, I'm going to go with you. Okay, I, I, I love I'll, that. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you. I'll say yes to a pay rise if we get more quality people. 
Yeah, and, and but they do do a lot, you know, like there's so much that they do that people don't see. And I think that's that's really important. And it's just important also to remember they don't have personal assistance to sort out all their emails and organise their diaries. They do all that themselves. They're the people that are members of the public contact at all hours to sort out what might seem like trivial things like grass that needs cutting or, um, you know, broken mirrors in public toilets, but they're important. Thanks, George. As always, enjoy our little chats talking about Wellington issues with Wellington Issues reporter Georgina Campbell.